BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Filling in for Andrew Tallman, I'm Jesse Edwards. I'm Maura Curry. And I'm Tommy O'Connor. We are the producers here at the Newsweek Network of Radio and Podcasting. And since Andrew is off this week, we have decided to crash the daily break in a slightly different format until his return. So here's what's happening today at Newsweek. A Russian man has chained himself to a McDonald's to stop it from closing in Russia unsuccessfully after the company said it would stop operating there due to the country's invasion of Ukraine. Luka Safranov was filmed at the Moscow restaurant just hours before diners were due to leave. He chained himself to the front door as diners were still coming and going, and he was shouting about how this was basically an act of hostility against him and his fellow citizens. Poor guy. But, I mean, at least he's committed. He is committed. I don't know that I would chain myself to a McDonald's, personally. I think I would be more upset about, like, a Taco Bell situation. Everybody kind of pretends not to like McDonald's or Taco Bell. Personally, I'm a big fan of both. It's like cats and dogs. I got the McDonald's app on my phone. I kind of understand what you're talking about, uh, Luca. I sympathize with you. If I had to go, you know, a day or two without my two McDoubles for $3.50, I might go a little bit insane, too. Uh, I don't know if I'd chain myself to it i think i would try and find another I, do they have burger king in russia are they also taking a i'm stand? not sure but this guy is obviously a big big fan of mcdonald's and i can only imagine that the country is about to go into civil war if they're this addicted to their western culture and food that's right we won the cold war in soviet russia food fasts you <laughs> The company will continue to pay its 62,000 Russian employees despite the closures. And the first McDonald's actually opened in 1990 when the Soviet Union still existed. I don't think you two were born yet. Most Russians had never had fast food before that point. And despite the harsh winter, more than 30,000 people showed up downtown Moscow just to have a Happy Meal. Speaking of American culture, Dolly Parton is once again proving that she transcends basically the mortal understanding of culture that we people down here on the ground have. So the list of nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was released last month. And today she posted a statement on Twitter saying that she is withdrawing herself from consideration to be entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because she doesn't feel she's earned it, which is really sad. Good for her. It's kind of amazing. And so to be fair, I think this presents an interesting question. One, do we need the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if an icon like Dolly Parton is going to abstain from participating? And two, is it even rock and roll anymore? Because looking at the list of nominees this year, you know, you have Beck, but you have Eminem, you have the Eurythmics, folks who are not traditionally considered rock and roll. Last year, you had LL Cool J brought into the mix. And so I wonder... If Dolly's not onto something. We're not the first, and we certainly won't be the last to criticize the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, for the last, what, decade, people have been kind of turning down the offer to join this club. It's famously unpopular with rock stars, yeah. But yeah. Good, for, good for Dolly for taking a stand. You know, it, it's probably not fair to compare her to Betty White, but she's kind of like the new Betty White. We need to surround her and love her and take care of Dolly Parton, a national treasure. 
a national treasure through and through. Tommy, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show, uh, is it a rock and roll hall of fame? Is it a music hall of fame? How do we show an appreciation for artists like Dolly Parton? Uh, if they're not comfortable taking that rock and roll mantle, well, maybe we need to change the formula. I mean, because you're right. I mean, the list of nominees also in the last couple of years has included Mary J. Blige, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, folks that, you know, if I said, hey, dad, my Jay-Z's getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think he would have like a heart attack. Uh, you know, he's not he's not rock and roll. It's culturally important. We need, uh, you know, I think Hall of Fames as a whole are kind of an interest, you know, in music, how does one kind of like say, oh, this art is Hall of Fame worthy and this isn't. What are the, the metrics for success? Maybe in the ways that like sports has a Hall of Fame, but uh, maybe we change the name. Maybe we try something different or maybe we get it out of Ohio. Isn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Ohio? I feel like... It's in Ohio. (laughs) I wouldn't blame Dolly Parton if she was just like... She's bowing out because she doesn't want to go to Ohio. If I can avoid Cleveland, I will. She's more rock and roll than Eminem. I mean, come on. Half of these uh, candidates, at least she can play guitar. You should probably at least be able to play guitar, uh, you know, scream at the top of your lungs or play drums or the bass or something before you can get into said Hall of Fame. Maybe we need a different kind of Hall of Fame. You know, a real rock and roll Hall of Fame. Or maybe we need to acknowledge that rock and roll is a state of mind as much as anything else. The good news is that Dolly did say in that statement that she's feeling inspired by this move to put out a rock album, a proper rock and roll album. Uh, and Jeez. I will never say no to more Dolly music. So that <laughs> is a good thing in my book. Oh, man. Cue Dave Grohl. I bet he's waiting in the wings for this. For some reason, I just sense him all over this project. Oh, God willing. His horror movie <laughs> is wrapped up now, so he's looking for something else to do. Oh, so no. I guess, yeah, we'll, we're putting out the call right here. Hey, Dave, if you got nothing going on, Dolly's looking for a, a reason to be a rock star. Big weekend to return for sports. Baseball is back. Major League Baseball ending their lockout with the players. And so is the GOAT. That's right. After 40 days in retirement, Tom Brady is gracing the NFL again. He is returning for his, I believe, 23rd season insane. Great news if you're a football fan, bad news if you are an opposing quarterback team or the guy who paid over half a million dollars for what was supposed to be Brady's final career touchdown pass. Now that auction wrapped up Saturday night less than 24 hours before the quarterback announced he would return to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Happened on the website Leyland and the ball originally was put up for sale for $100,000. 23 hopefuls submitted big money to try and get this little piece of sports history, all for it to, uh, well, ultimately, I guess, not have the same context as you thought it would. I bet you the mood deflated a good bit, Tommy. <sighs> is that a sports joke? That was a sports joke. <laughs> Tom Brady is famous for deflate gate, where they said he was deflating the balls a little bit too much and whatever. Yeah, a big manhunt. He's a cheater. I come from right outside of Boston, right? So this man, I would do anything for him. People, like, I, I feel like after people, after he went to Tampa Bay, people were like, Tommy, how can you like him? And it's like, no, he gave me the best 20 years of my life. I, I, I would support and love. I'm only 24. So those Is other. Is this baseball f- you're talking about? Football. But, you know, okay. it's. A- <laughs> Wait, Jesse, I'm sorry. Can I. He's going to kick a home run. You don't know who Tom Brady is? I know who he is, but I couldn't tell you what team he played for. 
what color his uniform is. He's gorgeous. He's married to Giselle, and he throws footballs for a I living. can tell you who Giselle is, sure. Yeah, that's okay. right. There you go. We're, we're piecing things together. References. Thank you. Yeah, so Brady's an NFL player. He threw a touchdown pass. That ball sold online for over half a million dollars. Ex- the numbers exactly are, I believe, $518,628. That is a lot of money for what is supposed to be a very important piece of sports memorabilia. You know, the last touchdown pass thrown by the greatest quarterback of all time. Until Sunday afternoon when Brady said, actually, I want to keep playing. So I'm coming back. And now this guy's left with a half a million dollar piece of leather that isn't exactly retaining its value. Newsweek has reached out to comment to see, hey, are you going to do anything for this guy? Because, he, you know, the context and the reason that he paid all this money kind of changed. No comment yet. Still going to give them a chance to respond. But big day for me. Rough day for that guy. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup, which is what we do behind the scenes. And consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. I'm Jesse Edwards. I'm Maura Curry. And I'm Tommy O'Connor. And this has been The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Newsweek.